Mulcahy here for this episode of the podcast. Uh, we're talking with Melinda Nichols, who is both an acupuncturist and a naturopath, and we're going to dig into that a little bit here. Uh, but first, let's just get started by talking about just the, you know, the, I talk about this with every person who comes on the podcast for the first time, um, which is kind of what brought you to the medicine, uh, you know, what was what was your path up until you went to school, and kind of tell us about your, your schooling and, and what you learned, what you liked, what you disliked. Go. Okay. Um, let's see. I, my undergrad was actually in physics. I went to Whitman out in Walla Walla and that's a very long story about how I ended up in physics. It was almost accidental. I was trying to do environmental medicine and physics, but the credits didn't work out that way because <laughs> I went to Costa Rica to study environmental science, but, uh, which was fun. Yeah, it sounds fun. Um, but yeah, in school I was, or after school, I was really interested in doing renewable energy and energy efficiency. That seemed like a good um, crossover place, but I was like two or three years too early for that to actually be something that you could really go into. Uh. Uh, I did a couple of internships at some of the national labs. Um, that took up about a year, and then I started doing websites, working for uh, a nonprofit that did websites for people doing renewable energy and energy efficiency. That was sort of the closest thing that I could get. I was in the barrier area at that point. Okay. Which was really fun, and I learned how to program, and then I decided I wanted to not be programming anymore because it's really it is really really fun it's a lot of great problem solving but you are stuck like all your consciousness is right. stuck up here in your frontal cortex and it's like, <laughs> um yeah, i sort of cool. wanted to yeah i wanted to work with people a little bit <laughs> you wanted to see another human being once in a while <laughs> <laughs> every once in a while um so so this nonprofit sort of imploded right about the end of the dot com bust. Great. Bubble <laughs> breaking, um, which is, yeah, um, it was happening all over the place. Right. So I ended up, I had several different ideas of things that I wanted to do. So I sort of started exploring each of them. And I did some natural house building over that summer after it, everything fell apart. That was really fun, but yeah. not what I wanted to do forever. I tend to be interested in things where like, there's innovation and old techniques happening at the same time, hmm. um, which is part of how I ended up with in naturopathic medicine and uh, Chinese medicine. Right. I had been interested in medicine for a long time. But I didn't feel like at 22 that I was mature enough to be anybody's doctor. Hmm. Um, so I somehow decided at 25 that maybe that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot happens in those years, you know. Uh, so then I went back and did prerequisites, some of the ones that I missed, because uh, you don't do all the like biology and chemistry and doing a physics major. And I went to, well, NCNM, which has had many names, <laughs> the school of many names. Yes. And started there in 2002. Okay. Just in the ND program, but I sort of thought that I might end up doing Chinese medicine. It just seemed insane to do it all 
together. Yeah. yeah, which is what I ultimately decided that insanity would be. <laughs> Somehow when you get into NUNM, since everybody else is doing really like, wild and improbable things, you're like, hey, I can do this too. Of course. Like, who needs... Who needs to rest for six yeah. years? That's, that's what we're Everything will, you'll get rest afterwards when you're a practitioner. Wait. <laughs> right. Wait a when you collapse. Yes, yes. So, so hold on. Before yeah. we go into NUNM, so, so you, you kind of, I hear that you, um, you were in the physics realm, you were looking for something that kind of combined different interests, um, which is, I think, a pretty common story among folks like us, you know have many interests, can't quite find the way they fit together. Mm -hmm. You tried out a few different things, including natural building, and then at some point in that space, you made the decision, like, I could probably be a medical practitioner, and naturopathic medicine was the most obvious? Or did you look at other medicine, too? Or, like, mm. how did you actually find out about naturopathic medicine? Um, I originally found out about naturopathic medicine when I was in undergrad, and I was staying with a friend at a house that he was house-sitting at in Seattle, and there was a brochure for Bastier ah. on the table. I had never heard of it before that, right. but that sort of got me like curious about it. I had shadowed a doctor in like a primary care doc in my hometown, and I really, um, I loved the. There's something, there was something, there still is something really amazing about being able to be involved fairly deep way with people's lives from birth to death mm -hmm. anywhere in between like it's you're dealing with real stuff in in the type of things that we do yeah. like we're it's not just pushing papers around or building you know a, a, a database right. or, or what have you it, it felt very meaningful right when, so, when you were shadowing you were like oh yeah but I didn't want to I, I wasn't quite as interested in pursuing the conventional route as it was then and is to a certain extent now. I don't think that conventional providers, like he did a great job of making the most of the time that he had, but they don't get that much time with patients and the, the treatment options are a little bit, they're mostly medications or surgery. Right, right. So it's more limited that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, so, okay. So you, you then found NUNM. Why didn't you go to best year? Um, well, I looked at both. Um, I thought that I might go to best year, but I, there was really a different vibe yeah. at each of the schools. And at this point, I like, I know some, I know fabulous people have gone to best year as well, but yeah. for one thing, like on a more objective level, NUNM and CNM had like this amazing community clinic yeah. system where they were really out there like working in the Portland community yeah. and trying to get um, trying to get the medicine to people who couldn't otherwise access it. Yeah, and then there was also just a different feel. There was more. Bastier felt like it was coming more from a headspace and mm -hmm. CNM felt like it was coming more from a heart space mm. and yeah. I just resonated more with the heart space totally. I think a lot of people felt that so so okay so then you're in school um, 
And the naturopathic, so you did the both degrees in six years. Yeah. Okay, so that's like that used to be the standard path. I don't even think they allow that anymore. I don't. Because <laughs> you were all so frazzled, that yeah. I was so worried yeah. for all of yeah. my dual yeah. degree colleagues. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So you went. You you ended up at NUNM. You started out in the naturopathic medicine program. When did you decide to go the Chinese medicine route? Um, well, I'd been thinking about it before I sort of suspected that I might go like another bit that I didn't talk about with my history is I did do some volunteering in Oakland to really figure out, do I want to be in healthcare, Okay. especially in alternative healthcare? And I, I volunteered at this really amazing clinic called the Charlotte Maxwell Complementary Care Clinic that provided free acupuncture and massage and, um, organic food and social work support to low-income women, um, uh, either with metastatic cancer or going through cancer treatment. It was just like, it was an, wow. it was an amazing experience. Wow. Really valuable for everybody who was in it, including Great. practitioners. Yeah. But, but an amazing thing to provide. So. And I've, I'd had some acupuncture around like a slow day. One of the <laughs> acupuncturists was like, "Hey, if you've never tried this, yeah, yeah." And I thought it was, I thought it was pretty amazing. But yeah. Again, I thought, you know, it's insane to do both programs. Yeah. Then um, at the time, um, in our second year, everybody took the intro to Chinese medicine class with Heiner, ah. Heiner Fruthoff, and yes. so. Uh, he's amazing as a lecturer. He is spellbinding. Yeah. And, yeah. Like he just pulled me in and like ah, I gotta yeah. do this too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Any Aquarian, and he just instantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like half the class every year is Aquarian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. So you saw Heiner and you're like, okay, I gotta do him. Both. I'm gonna do him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, no, most people listening are not going to have any sense uh, at all of what that program is like. But, you know, just in the last couple of minutes we have here, maybe could you just talk about what your training was like and kind of what you focused on and what was interesting or just anything that you think might be interesting? Sure, sure. Um, on the naturopathic side, the first couple of years are very, very similar to a conventional medical school where there's a lot of anatomy, physiology, pathology, microbiology, all the ologies. <laughs> all the ologies you're uh, doing, yeah. Uh, clinical f physical diagnosis of so labs, just recognizing various Western pathologies primarily as far as that side goes. And then it goes into more of it's a little, it's structured a little differently now, I think, but at the time, then the, the, the latter half of the training, it's, um, then you go more into uh, treatment modalities, so herbs and homeopathy and nutrition and um, hydrotherapy. And but then also IVs and yeah. minor surgery and exactly. adjustment. Yeah. And like yeah. it's yeah. it's wild when you see the, the the number of modalities that naturopaths are trained in. It's just mind blowing. It's really um, yeah. It's a um, lot. Yeah, that's that's probably another conversation because yeah. it can yeah yeah seriously. And the things on the naturopathic side, the the thing that really caught me and that I really had a passion for was homeopathy. Huh. And um, I really got into studying with um, a brilliant homeopath, Will Taylor, who was there at the time. Yeah. Um, fantastic storyteller, and I love a good story. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, he's yeah. yeah he and yeah yeah he's like he was like the Heiner you know he had that exactly. same that he same was, position yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. a really uh, spellbinding kind of character yep uh, okay so you really focus on the homeopathy you learn the other stuff but you focus on the homeopathy and within Chinese medicine did you just kind of do general stuff what was available or did you focus there as well uh, general stuff but towards the end I was focusing a little bit on well there's been a couple of things. When I was in school, towards the end, I was studying with David Berkshire and, and focusing more on five elements. Okay. And so, then, so let me just say for people listening, five element acupuncture is a specialized acupuncture system that was primarily developed in the UK that um, really, it kind of simplifies this system in some ways, but then also adds this layer of more really looking at the emotions and the emotional body and kind of spiritual connection of that kind of thing. So it's just a slightly different, still just acupuncture, but it's a different system. So go on. So, yeah. So you focused on that. Yeah. And then also a little bit, a little bit there at the end, and then I pursued it a little bit further is working a little with Bob Quinn and studying some of the Jap- Japanese acupuncture styles. Right. Um, I don't know. I take little bits of all of that and sort of... Yeah, I think the interesting thing is that, uh, and again, a lot of people listening won't know this, but all three of those things are very similar in a way. Homeopathy, Japanese acupuncture, and uh, five-element acupuncture, in that they're all about a small stimulus creating a relatively larger response. Exactly. Um, And so those modalities, in my clinical experience, which I'm sure you as well have this experience, that people who are very sensitive to other styles of treatment who quickly get thrown off balance by, say, a pharmaceutical or even going to a doctor's office or a heavy massage even, Mm -hmm. that those people, those tiny, you know, just a few needles inserted barely under the surface of the skin can have, like, wow, profound results. And same thing with homeopathy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, So interesting. Okay, so you you studied those three things kind of... um, around the same time periods and you're still studying i mean have you still been doing course course work and stuff along those lines yeah i've been out of i've been out of school now for 14 (laughs) years right so i end up studying a lot of different things we have to do a certain amount of continuing ed but yeah i've um dived in and out of of all of these things sort of returning like right now i'm returning to the homeopathy just starting an 18 month intense um, program that i did when i was in school but it was way too much to take in when i was in school right um great but um with the New England School of Homeopathy, right. and again another really brilliant thinker in the right. field. Yeah, I know that. Um, yeah, so still, still, sort of, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird oscillation around sort of a central point, like you were saying, yeah. using these gentle techniques in different, in different. I've studied some craniosacral, which yeah. really ties in. Another real gentle yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, you just made me think of something, but now I can't. I can't uh, quite pull it out of my memory. But those, those, the way those things overlap, it's like it's actually. I think it's a. It would be an interesting topic for a podcast in and of itself of just talking about gentle treatment and how it's viewed sometimes, and you know, just how people receive it. And like so many people come in for massage, they want deep tissue, but many of those people actually need incredibly gentle touch just to open yeah. up the nervous system before they can ever receive the deeper work. And so, yeah. I think that's one of those ways that these types of modalities can really interact with other modalities really well uh, because it's such a gentle stimulus, you know, and it, it can really help to re-regulate the nervous system and stuff. So yeah, super 
Very, very interesting. Um, oh, and it also brings to mind, and maybe you could just speak to this as we finish up, is you just articulated, probably without meaning to, a very important principle, I think, in, in all these medical modalities, which is we're not always looking ahead and looking for more research. We're actually always returning to the same basic yeah. information. And it's like yeah. it's the same way in acupuncture. There's the same 365 points. Yes, there's microsystems. Yes, there's other ways of looking at them. But ultimately, it's the same stuff over and over again. Mm -hmm. And that course, a perfect example, you taking that course as a second or third year student, it's a completely different world than you having 10 plus years of experience in the clinic and then being like, Oh, yeah. that's what this means. I've so, seen that person you know, that's, before. Yeah. I think that's a very understated principle of, of natural medicine that we're always coming back to the basics and just yeah. deepening. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. really Agreed. interesting. Yeah. Um, any any last minute little bits that you want to offer about your history or just to finish up the story? Now that you asked, nothing. <laughs> that's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll catch some more topics. Okay. Thanks, thanks for sharing your story and, uh, and uh, talking with me today. Yeah, thank you.